0: Welcome to Family Law Talk. Family Law Talk. Presented by Kirk Stange of Stange Law Firm, P.C. Stange Law Firm is a multi-state family law firm. Now, here's your host, Kirk Stange.
1: Welcome to Family Law Talk. We have an interesting topic today. The topic is what makes a gray divorce challenging. And as a follow-up to the episode today, you can go over to our blog, IllinoisDivorceAttorneysBlog.com and read an article which is on the same topic, and the title of that article is "What Makes a Gray Divorce Different from Other Divorces," and the date of that article is September twenty three, two thousand twenty three. So you can go on over to IllinoisDivorceAttorneysBlog.com dot com and read more information on this topic at the conclusion of this episode. But let's go into the concept of a gray divorce, and and really out of the out of the gates, one of the original questions is what What do you mean by this term gray gray divorce?" And and, and I would just tell all the listeners this term gray divorce is a pretty commonly used term. I mean, if you search it on the Internet, you'll see all kinds of information on this topic. And what we're really talking about here is, is a divorce between individuals who are age 50 or 60 plus, right? So we're talking individuals who, who are a little more mature, who have spent some more time uh, really building up their state, hopefully, you know, building up some assets, hopefully. And and certainly in a lot of instances, we're talking about folks who've been married for a long, long time. And then, you know, they're parting ways. So these could be, you know, 30, 40-year marriages and, you know, sort of sad to see in a way that these marriages, you know, end in divorce. But it's just a reality that it's happening. And if you look at statistics nationwide, uh, divorce rates amongst individuals who are 50, 60 plus are definitely on the rise. And so it's increasing in prominence. And so look, I mean, any kind of divorce is, is hard. Any divorce is not easy. But the reality is, is that with a lot of gray divorces, it can be more challenging in some ways. I mean, particularly the finances, you know, the financial complications uh, with untangling assets that have been built up over a long period of time, that can make a tough and obviously, from an emotional standpoint, uh, it could be hard for individuals who 've been married a long long time all of a sudden facing a divorce and it can really upend their life and, and really change a lot about their their daily activities and their friend groups and their social groups and you know for some individuals, um, they might be married so long that uh, and maybe they're not really socially interacting outside of the marriage much, that maybe they don't have a lot of uh, friends that they keep in close contact with. And that could make a gray divorce more challenging in a lot of ways in and of itself. Now, on the other hand, one of the simplifications can be with a gray divorce is that if you know if the kids are emancipated and they're adults, then child custody isn't at issue or child support isn't at issue uh, so that can be one piece of a gray divorce that can make it a little bit simpler if the kids are grown and gone. But, but from a financial standpoint, it could be tough. So let's talk about some of the financial impacts of a gray divorce. Uh, again, you know, marital property and debt has to be uh, divided in, in a gray divorce, just like any other divorce. But again, in a lot of these instances, there can be more assets built up. So we could be talking about uh, retirement benefits, Uh, healthcare issues you know if one spouse has been on on the other's health care for a long time uh, that can make it tough that can make it challenging you know if individuals are getting near the age of receiving Social Security uh, benefits uh, then that can come into play and be an issue there as well Uh, so really dividing up these assets figuring out what's out there uh, trying to determine if any of it was premarital uh, or if any of it was inheritance or gifts uh, can be an issue that can come t- into play uh, in terms of the property division, but again increased complexity can be there. Uh, I kind of briefly alluded to this, but retirement benefits uh, can be a big big deal for folks going through a great divorce um, they can be worried about the retirement accounts uh, savings accounts pensions, social security benefits, items like that because for a lot of individuals you know they've spent a long time building up these assets and and certainly in some gray divorces, both parties may have been working throughout the marriage and in, in building up uh, some of these items. But in other gray marriages, it might be that one party was the predominant one working and the other one wasn't. And so, you know, the individual who's now working can be concerned about uh, wanting to get a portion of these retirement benefits themselves. Uh, that way they are able to be in a financially good place after the divorce as well. And and sometimes in these gray divorces, we're uh, having to utilize things such as quadros, which is known as qualified domestic relations orders, where these are used to, to split up various kinds of retirement accounts. And this can be um, pretty complex from a family law standpoint and can make a divorce uh, more intricate than maybe others. Uh, spousal maintenance, which is often referred to as alimony in some states can also be a big issue i mean particularly we're talking the cases where one party was the the breadwinner and the other party maybe was the homemaker or you know has been out of the workplace for a while so so you know untangling this issue coming to resolutions on the issue of of spousal maintenance or alimony can be a big big issue uh could be a circumstance Uh, In some states, like Illinois, where there's a formula that is used, but other states like Missouri, uh, not really a formula, just statutory factors and a lot more discretion on on the part of the judge uh, to determine uh, what, if any, amount should be ordered for spousal maintenance. And then finally, you get into the issue of duration. Is this maintenance uh, perpetual, goes on until it changes circumstance of a substantial or continuing basis, or is it more rehabilitative? where it's for a set uh, period of time uh, and then the maintenance ends. This can be a complex issue in the context of a gray divorce. Uh, One of the things I alluded to before was sort of the emotional effects of a gray divorce. Again, no divorce is easy. Every divorce is hard. Uh, But when folks have been married for a long time um, and they've really spent so much time um, really, working on a relationship or being in a relationship, it can be really difficult for a lot of individuals uh, um, when when the marriage ends and, and now they 're going their separate ways so this can be a tough, tough thing and, and again, some individuals have lots of family and friends they can rely on, um, but others may not others may have you know really put uh, their emotional uh, life into the marriage and might not have close friends and family contacts, and, and that can certainly be difficult. And in, in those kinds of cases, you know, counselors can do a lot uh, or therapists can do a lot to help an individual going through a great divorce. All right, we're going to talk about some facts uh, that can come up in a great divorce. So, you know, one of the questions lots of individuals ask is, What should you expect in a great divorce? Uh, again, every case is different, but again, the financial complications can be tough. Um, the more assets that are out there and that could make it very very difficult and so i think for a lot of individuals if the kids are grown and gone and and so child custody and child support is not an issue because the kids are grown and gone then really the finances is going to be a big big thing And, and really being able to identify what marital assets are out there what separate assets are out there and how can these assets be divided and just way? I think for a lot of individuals going through a gray divorce can be a big, big issue. All right, another question lots of ind- individuals ask um, when going through a gray divorce, are what are the problems with a gray divorce? Like, what, what should I be worried about? And, and, and look, if the kids are grown and gone and custody and child support is off the table, you know, financial stability is a big, big piece. You know, uh, if individuals are going through a great divorce, they're already in their 50s and 60s, or even 70s or 80s for that matter, uh, look, it can be hard for individuals to to make up losses. You know, uh, a lot of individuals are out of the workforce already, uh, or they'll be out of the workforce at some point. And so, you know, making good financial decisions can be vital because there can just be less time for individuals to make that up. You know, an individual who goes through divorce in their 20s and 30s, theoretically, uh, if you follow, uh, you know, tables in terms of average lifespans can have more time than somebody uh, who's going through a gray divorce. Um, You know, a lot of individuals ask if a gray divorce can be financially uh, devastating. um, And look, I mean, the reality is, is it can be harmful. It can be tough. And and that's why it is important to have competent counsel uh, to assist with the gray divorce, to make sure uh, property and debt is divided uh, in, a, in a just manner, and then to really deal with the issue of spousal maintenance to ensure uh, that the statutory factors are, are abided by. Uh, certainly, uh, individuals uh, ought to consider consider uh, alternative dispute resolution. You know, maybe mediation, uh, maybe collaborative uh, divorce to try to reach an agreement. Uh, because you know if these cases end up being litigated and it ends up having to go to trial then you know one of the pieces that can be financially devastating is just the attorney fees you know the parties may occur incur um, by litigating the case Um, you know one of the last questions individual ask is look you know why why do people get a great divorce you know if you've been married so long um, been married so long and, and you fought through so many things you know, why do individuals do it? And obviously, I'm, a, I'm an attorney. Uh, I'm not a relationship expert. I'm not a therapist, I'm not a counselor. And, and so this is just sort of me speaking as an attorney uh, in terms of some of the things I've seen. Um, but look, uh, with the increased life expectancy, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, we see individuals who really sort of grow apart and, and they want to do different things uh, for the remainder of their life. And, and and that can cause individuals to say, "Look, you know, the kids are grown and gone, and maybe maybe I wasn't happy for a long period of time, and maybe we stayed together for the kids. But look, you know, for the rest of my life, I want to, um, uh, you know, do some of the things I like and I enjoy, which I wasn't able to do during the marriage. Again, I'm not I'm not saying this is good. I'm not saying this is bad. I'm not saying this is right. I'm not saying this is wrong. I'm just kind of giving you uh, some of the things that we see." Uh, again, changing expectations can be huge. You know, individuals oftentimes become more independent. Uh, they want to live their own life, do their own things, and, and that can lead to uh, more divorce as well. Uh, one of the other things I think can be hard for a lot of individuals is sort of the empty nest. So, you know, oftentimes the kids do keep people together. Uh, the kids, you know, create uh, this sort of uh, unit. Uni- you know uniformity if you will in terms of look the focus is on the kids the focus is on raising the kids the focus is getting these kids in a good place into adulthood and then oftentimes once the kids are gone you know the purpose behind you know w- what the individuals were maybe doing before uh, might not seem like it's there anymore and that can cause people to sort of separate and decide to go uh, their own ways again i'm not saying this is right i'm not saying this is wrong i'm not justifying it You know, certainly a lot of individuals would say, look, you know, you fought so uh, long and so hard on the marriage and you went through so much, you know, why get divorced uh, and and do a gray divorce? But look, for a lot of individuals, it's happening. Uh, They're doing it. Uh, National statistics show it's happening more and more. And so for better or worse, it kind of is what it is. But look, for individuals who are going through a gray divorce, who think they might be going through a gray divorce, it's definitely important to hire an attorney uh, who, who's used to handling these kinds of cases, who has a thorough understanding of the financial issues uh, that can take place in a great divorce when there's more uh, assets at stake uh, and there's the retirement benefits uh, and the investment accounts and all these other things. And so having an attorney with a financial fluency uh, can be a big key for individuals going through a gray divorce. But look, again, thanks for tuning in today. Definitely uh, an interesting topic. As a follow-up to the episode, go on over to com, Read the article titled, What Makes a Gray Divorce Different from Other Divorces? That will give you more information on this topic. But thanks for tuning in, and stay tuned to our next episode coming up on Family Law Talk. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you for listening to Family Law Talk with Kirk Stangy. Visit StangyLawFirm.com for more about today's topic or to put Stangy Law Firm to work for your family today. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. Neither the Supreme Court of Missouri or Illinois reviews or approves certifying organizations or specialist designations. The information you obtained in this podcast is not, nor is it intended to be, legal advice. You should consult an attorney for advice regarding your individual situation. We invite you to contact us and welcome your calls, letters, and electronic mail. Contacting us does not create an attorney-client relationship. Please do not send any confidential information to us until such time as an attorney-client relationship has been established. Asked results afford no guarantee of future results, and every case is different and must be judged on its own merits. Kirk Stange is responsible for the content. Headquarters, Office, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450, Clayton, Missouri, 63105. Kirk Stange is licensed in Missouri, Illinois, and Kansas.